Hey, it's the Home Medic. You are listening to the series on fireplaces. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet. And uh, we're going to have to cage Heidi today. Ah. Heidi. I'm on a roll. It's I'm tormenting Garth with these gas fireplace questions today. Yeah, thank goodness we're done with gas, and now we're going to talk <laughs> about wood burning. Oh, I might still torture you. You never know. As we talk about wood burning, I go back to all the wood burning that happened in the home that I personally grew up in. Happened all the time, and uh, yeah, first we had we had the standard 1960s older home where you just had kind of a stone surround that was and then you had a shallow burn box and of course as, as the wood was burning it would spit sparks out onto the carpet ah. you know you've got those sorts of issues that were considered to be part of life back then that are just not okay by today's standards did it keep you warm or was it just for kept, coziness kept me warm i i have to say that i i tried to burn the house down in a couple of ways as, as a kid but we're not going to go into that one <laughs> okay um let's talk about using uh, how to use a a wood burning fireplace and what not to do okay let's do you'd asked actually uh about if you've got a lot of us have some of these older homes that were originally designed for wood. And, of course, gas is so much easier. Yes. You don't have to go find it in the mountains. You don't have to buy it at 7-Eleven. You don't have to bring it home. You don't have to worry about the spiders, etc. And you don't have to chop it. Exactly. So what's your experience there? Well, we used to do all of that. We used to go into the mountains, chop our wood, split it with a log splitter, bring it home, bring the hornets in that were hibernating in the wood crevices, and you didn't know they were until they until you got them into the warm room, and then all of a sudden they start crawling out, and you're seeing a, a hornet in the ceiling, and you're wondering, where did that come from? And all of a sudden you see another one poking its head out. So, yeah, yeah we've had that experience. And I and imagine they're, uh, it, once you start, uh, did they come out when you were building the fire, or did they just come out when you were bringing the wood into the room, or both? Probably both. If I remember correctly, it was when the wood was sitting in the room overnight. So, you know, you go out in the evening, you bring in some wood, you're going to start a fire before you go to bed to warm things up, and then you're going to start another one in the morning. Uh-huh. And in the meantime, you see these little bugs coming out. Once it starts, they start to warm up. I go back to some of the fires that I built, uh, you know, up in the mountains, and sometimes you, you'd get a, a, a log, and... You put it on the fire, and now all of a sudden you've got all these little ants and bugs that used yeah. to be living inside the log that now they're thinking, okay, uh, life just started to get unpleasant for me, and they're trying to run around this log uh, figuring out how they're going to escape, and there is no escape, so you know they're <laughs> going to be incinerated. That's right. I um, am thinking if you've got that same scenario with wasps. Yeah, know. we've had wasps and hornets. And we, about the time we had that experience, that was one of the last times we went and got wood. We decided, nah, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah, I'm thinking those wasps, they're, they're flying out of a hot log, and they're probably not in a good mood. No, no. It's just so high maintenance. I mean, wood, if that's all you had to keep warm, you know, that was my philosophy. Well, what if we had a, an emergency? But there are other alternatives. 
ways, you know, things that you can store. Other than that, it's very high maintenance. It is kind of nice to have the crackling fire. The crackling sounds are fun. It's kind of A wood-burning fireplace to me is real. Yeah, it's real. But uh, there are some costs associated with it. Yeah, fun to watch. Maybe roast a marshmallow on, but other than that. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter tried to roast one of my T-shirts on it once. <laughs> it's a good place to burn love letters, you know. You have some bad ones you want to hide. <laughs> oh, the stories I could tell. Um, so we've got we got that wood burner. Now, you'd, you'd mentioned that uh, you have actually tried, well, you didn't try. You succeeded at burning coal in your wood-burning fireplace. Oh, I've had the whole gamut. So we did, at first, the open fireplace with the whole situation where you have to open the damper and close it, etc., and just burning the wood. Then we put in an insert. This was a metal insert with special, you know, high heat glass doors to protect it. We burned wood and coal in that. Mm -hmm. Now the coal was quite an experience because if you put too big of chunks in, which my children one day put in a piece that was probably a foot and a half around and we had left the house, they were there alone. And when we got home, this was the middle of the winter. It was a hundred degrees in the front room. They had all the doors and windows open and my, it was so hot. My candles on the mantle had melted. Nice. And soot all over the ceilings like you wouldn't believe. So, so the home inspector in me is imagining all these scenarios. You know, if you've got coal in a wood-burning fireplace, um, you know, the, the masonry is not designed for that. And you've got so much more heat than, than we have a design for. A, you know, if you've got creosote in the flue and you've got that super hot uh, coal going you could very easily relight the creosote in the fireplace, or in the flue. Yeah, I guess we're, we were lucky we escaped that, but the glass, this was a, this was a very custom glass made for these type of stoves, but uh-huh. the glass did crack and break on us a couple of times, so that nice. gives you some evidence that yeah. there was a lot that, of heat in there. That is proof that you've overloaded it. <laughs> we overloaded so, it. So, yeah, and if you've got an insert, uh, I'm going to say that if it is designed for coal, then great, but I'm going to just uh, make a wild stab guess that probably uh, what you bought probably was not designed for coal. Well, when when it comes to that, it was something actually that my metal industry husband and father-in-law built and designed. So it was it was probably one of the more heavy-duty ones on the market. Uh-huh. They were into overkill, but it wasn't UL listed, and so because of that, we couldn't get our home insured with it. So that's why that came out. Oh, insurance issues. Exactly. Yeah, so um, uh, what I, the, the other scenario that I imagine is, is if you have a, the temptation to, to burn coal, especially, you know, a big old chunk like that, you know, you could be melting uh, metal, but if uh, once metal starts melting or maybe you're losing seals or whatever it is, um, again, we have chances of houses burning down, carbon monoxide issues, or just things getting so hot that uh, that bad things happen. Right. And the, the worst thing that happened for us was, was obviously having to replace that glass and being a little concerned about that. But secondly, the soot everywhere. So we were lucky. We escaped any fires. I wouldn't recommend that route for anyone else, but yeah. But that's what, that was the experience. But you do like to live dangerously. Well, I just like to, you know, I was 
I don't know, trying to be prepared in case of a disaster when I didn't have the gas, you know? Yeah, and and the irony is that you might have been causing the disaster. I was creating a lot of trouble. Well, and it wasn't just me, you know? Uh -huh. Of course, my husband built that. He wanted it, you know what I mean? Right. It's like, you, you can't tell your man when he built you an insert, I don't want it. Yeah. Well, actually, I probably did. That's why we're divorced now. But <laughs> no, I'm I was kidding. Say, I'm kidding. A woman can tell a man anything. <laughs> when a man builds something, you have to honor that a little bit. The, um, the home inspector in me also sees a number of these older homes. Maybe they were built in 1920 or whatever, where the surround might have been safe back in 1920. Mm. But as the home ages, you're losing the masonry. Maybe it's falling in from the flu. Maybe you're, you've got mortar that's, that's giving way. And now that fireplace is no longer safe as a wood burner, or basically it's not safe for anything at all involving heat. So there are some cute ways to decorate those. I mean, they may not work for the fire, but you can take the logs and and just kind of shove them in there with the ends showing. I've seen that on Pinterest, and there's some other really fun ideas for filling up that space just for looks. Yeah, and that's probably a better choice than, than what I tell people uh, at my home inspections. And I basically tell people to put a fish tank in there. Well, that's an idea. And, and then you've got the option, too, of those fake fireplaces that you can buy for a pretty good deal at Costco or Sam's Club, and they have the electric, you know, flames. I d I'm not crazy about them, but it, it would look nice in some rooms. Yeah, and I'm not crazy about them either, but as you are already well aware, I'm not crazy about any particular type of fireplace. If you must have a fireplace, you're going to want to go with a glass-covered gas fireplace. But, uh, yeah, I'm not crazy about all of the above. Well, then there's the gas logs, too, that people buy. They just buy that grate with the little fake gas logs. Now, that is not a great thing either because you've got to make sure the damper's open, but then you also have all that downdraft of cold air coming in, and I've heard they don't help heat at all. Exactly. Yeah, you get a, you get a net negative because during that 1% of the time that, and this is, again, if you don't have a glass cover on it, um, you're getting the, the downdrafting 24-7, and then you're getting a little bit of heat when the thing is on, which might be, I don't know, 1% of the time. So it, it is a, uh, a net negative without that glass cover plate on it. Well, you'll have, to listen to, you'll have to listen to the other episode where Garth and I were fighting about the covered with glass gas log fireplace insert. <laughs> Because I love mine, and, and we were debating that in our other episode. <laughs> yeah, you'll want to make sure you delete that one as soon as you come to it. <laughs> Heidi, master your mansion as always. Home Medic USA is the website, and if you need a pro, that's, that's kind of where that's to go. That's Garth. Yeah. Um, and should we finish this up he's with... He's the pro, even though I fight him once in a while. Doing battle is always a good thing. <laughs> If you, uh, yeah, if, if, if you need the pro, that's where to go. And uh, thank you, Heidi, because you are always yourself. And that's a good thing because that's, I'm yeah. taken. <laughs> that's right.